Are you ready? Yeah, how's it sound to you? It sounds, sounds good. good. Welcome yeah. to Angela's Awesome Podcast. Hi, everybody. So, you're back from vacation. I'm back from vacation. My name is Angela Freeman. I'm podcasting here with my friend Heno from Haley, Idaho, and oh, I am back the, the, from the vacation. introductions and getting everything all right. Right? No, no, no introductions. No, no introductions. That's what we're supposed to do, and I always forget. Oh, I know. Jay Heno is all about, let's just get on to the business. I know. Of so, the vacation. Fun. Vacation. I had a vacation last it? week. It was good. It was a really long drive for a really short vacation. Okay, how many hours of driving? Um, from here, it's nine hours to Vegas, and then from Vegas, it's five hours to Solano Beach. So how long did you stay in Vegas? One night. Oh, that's not bad. No. Yeah, wasn't it was not bad, so it was fine. What's happening? Am I not in the right spot? Oh, we're just doing a little technical moving around. So um, welcome, everybody, to our podcast. By the way, just so you know, this is a podcast about tips to be in your awesome life and enjoying your awesome life and coming from it from a point of dynamic eating psychology and mind-body connection. And both of us are sober, so we have that spin on it. We got a lot of little tricks up our sleeves to try to inspire you inspire, guys. Inspire, that's the thing. Our thing is about inspiration. And, and positive. Yeah, and positive, positive stuff. Which is why I, I thought... Um, Getting into some quick business. Yeah, we're going to do business cool first, stuff. you guys, yeah. and then we'll tell you some about our exciting stuff. topic. Yeah, um, which is really cool. I love. Um, first I'm so of all, happy. just to remind, yeah, remind everyone and thank everyone or thank our, our, our network. Yes. Our Wicked Radio Network. We have a network, people. Yes. We have a network. And May or April was probably our best month to date. Ooh. So give thank us you, a round of applause. We need a sound effect. Yeah. Yay. Yeah. So thank you, everyone that Thank listened. you, everyone. Yeah. That's and, so nice. And, and that's the benefits of the network is, is that you are now on this list of other podcasts and someone will listen to one podcast and they'll say, oh, who else is on this network? And that's how I found all the indie podcasts that I listen to. Oh, okay, cool. I started with one then went to the other. So okay. there's another network I want to uh, get on that I've been meaning to. Can uh, we do more than one network? Oh, you can be on four or five networks. Oh, really? Yeah, most of them oh. aren't exclusive or anything. It's oh. just, a, it's a way to cross-pollinate. We like that. There's okay. that word. Yeah, I like so, that. Yeah. Um, I like that. You know, just as a side note, before we get to the business, um, it made me think of it with the cross-pollinate. One of my friends wrote a blog the other day, and how did it go? It went, girls compete with each other, but women empower each other. Huh, okay. That whole idea of... I don't know. It just made me think of that support. Yeah, you know, we support each other, and it benefits everyone. Yeah, and, and that can be applied everywhere. Oh, it's so true. I think we support. I mean, competition. Whatever. I mean, I have to. I have to Rah. really say that, like, you know, that's what. Uh, you know, I got into listening to podcasts from Neil and Annalise on Dark Angels and Pretty Freaks, and that's the one thing that they did right off the bat was started, you know, supporting other podcasts and, yeah. and, and getting on to, and doing all that stuff. And, and it's created this amazing community, right? you know, that, that it, right now we're all planning a trip to uh, Rose City Comic Con in September. And we've got this online Twitter thread that's just the people that are going. Right. And it's this amazing, every day we get on there and it's like, good morning, how's everyone doing? You know, and people posting pictures of them eating their bananas and oh, their I lunches. Love it. And it's just fun <laughs> and it's very supportive. Hopefully they're eating their yeah. bananas really slow. And that in actually, a relaxed yes, way. in a relaxed <laughs> way. And that brings me to, uh, to uh, Lady E from the Ladies Night podcast. Now, oh, I have to show Angela just so there's no... Um, Confusion yes, here about Lady E. Uh, Lady E is the one on the left. Oh, really? Yes. So the Ladies' Night podcast is men. 
Oh, that's so interesting. Okay. I did not know that. Yes, most people don't. And then they get on to, I, I, as a matter of fact, did not either. And yeah. then I went on the podcast, I was like, Wait, these, these are, are dudes. dudes. <laughs> <laughs> I can just see you doing that. So I just want to say that's thank hilarious. you because he recently posted that he's listening to our whole podcast from the beginning. Oh, which yeah, that's yeah, the I first saw that. time anyone's ever said that. Like, right. I'm going back and I'm doing this and I just want to say thank you. Yes, and he's part of that's this group. cool. Yeah, it really is. And and just to have that, the, the feedback is important. That's why I like to give a lot of feedback on the podcast I listen to and let them know I'm listening because it's just nice. Oh, it is know? nice. It really yeah, is. It is nice. And so... Uh, that's cool. Yeah, so Eric brought up brought up this uh, Pio. Oh, right, right, yeah. yeah and right. It, was, it was interesting because I went and looked it up. Yeah. And was right away, I'm like, okay, this is a program you can buy. Right. And at first I thought, oh, wow, this is, a, this is a topic that we've never done. We've done kind of fad diet stuff. Right. And, and, I'm, and I'm automatically lumping this into fad because it's a program that you buy. And unfortunately, that's how I look at these things. Right. Um, uh, and I thought, well, maybe we should do one on, on exercise fads. Oh, that would be great. It would be great. But I also thought, you know, you and I don't want to ever slam anybody's way of feeling fit. No. Feeling better with the way they eat. No. That kind of stuff like that. Because you and I have a certain opinion about a particular exercise, quote unquote, fad. Right, <laughs> right. But we don't talk about it much because, hey, that's their, That's just not our thing. Right. And if it works for someone, great. Yeah. Absolutely. And, and I will freely admit was around exercise. In fact, it's so interesting that you bring this up because one of my friends sent me this cool little video of her 14-year-old son doing this exercise and she's like check this out and um this week and i was like he was squatting so much weight and he was doing a one rep max which means you do as much weight as you can Mm -hmm. on your back down and up once yeah so there's an incredible amount of stabilizing just to get this weight off the rack he's 14 years old i was horrified (laughs) i I can't even tell you because all of my training says that your growth plates in your larger bones are not done growing until you're at least 20 it can be anywhere between 19 and 21 and 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 the second piece of it is um i totally i always believe what what is the point like if you're working out what's what's your goal and it doesn't have to be the goal as far as like you have to do a race or a competition or whatever but like are you trying to be healthy are you trying to be faster are you trying to be um are you trying to work on your blood pressure um are you just doing it because you like it do you just know that you need to move do you like do you enjoy you know what what do you want from it there's not one single scenario that i could come up with in my mind that would be let's do this super heavy one rep max with this 14 year old kid because he needs this for what he's doing. Like I just, it's, and so for me, and and I told my friend, I said, listen, I said, I have to tell you as a trainer for the last 16 years, this gives me pause. And he looked like he had great form, but I have to wonder why, why are you doing this? Because the risk versus the benefit. Yeah. The, and yeah, then I, yeah. then the next sentence out of my mouth was, I come at this from a very conservative point of view because for me, working out supports my life. I don't work out to work out well, or yeah, to compete or to do episode. whatever. Exactly. Yeah. I do it so it supports and, and lives my life. So if I'm going to be training somebody, 
especially someone who's in sports or some, especially someone who's younger, I'm going to come from a place of conservative within the workout situation because I really want them to feel better. And, and maybe they're down, you know, like we've, Rob and I have trained some downhill skiers, some kids, like if they they have a high possibility of getting hurt on the mountain, I don't want them. To, I want them to have the lowest risk possible in the gym, highest amount of, um, uh, uh, what they're getting, what they need. They need to get stronger. They need to get faster. They need to be able to perform. I want to give them the highest amount of that with the lowest risk. Yeah. So sometimes you'll see people in the gym doing some cool stuff, like standing on a ball or yeah. doing one rep max, and you're thinking, wow, that is so cool. But risk versus benefit. So, And I freely admit that that's my bias. Yeah. That's that's what I believe in. That's what works for me because I don't want to get hurt in the gym. Yeah. If I get hurt because I trip coming down the trail or someone crashes on their mountain bike or, you you know, something happens in what you're doing, that's a huge drag. But at least you're like, yeah, but I was killing it. You know, I was yeah. snowboarding like a maniac and then I fell. I don't want it to be like, yeah, I was doing the squats and I blew my back out. Yeah. Like, I can't think of anything worse. Like, that's a sucky injury. Yeah, and that's to I, me. When I was a kid, and I I'm, totally went off. I'm so sorry. No, it's all it was right, just though, like, but, I, but I can you're right to it. Yeah. So, so I could see that it's like, okay, this is a self esteem thing. This is a goal thing, you know. But, but there are other self esteem slash goal things to do. I remember when I was, I think I was in the first grade, yeah. and me and one of my buddies would go out in the schoolyard, and he had his watch, and he would time me to see how fast I could go from do this one run. Right. It was sprints. Right. 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 We just did it for fun. Right. You know, and, and it was, it was cool to see my time get faster and faster. Yeah, totally. And, and it's probably one of the reasons I went into doing track. Right. We didn't have a track pro. I mean, I was in the first grade. You I know, love that score, story. Right? Yeah. But, but to me, that's a lot different than saying, you know, and, and my friends, you know, the dad had a, a weightlifting set. And so yeah. we'd sit there and see how much weight we could lift. Right. Cause boys will be boys. Cause boys will be boys. Yeah. Right. Just like we boxed and, you know, totally. each other. there's a lot of stuff, but there's something about that idea. Like I'm going to see how much weight I can lift. Right. In, you know, that, I don't know, you know. I, I, and I think, you know, like I, when I worked at one of the gyms here in town, there were a couple guys there and they did powerlifting contests. Mm -hmm. And so they were, they did that kind of training where they were doing one, one rep max. Yeah. But you don't do those contests when you're a teenager. If you want to be safe. Like, I'm not saying that you would absolutely get hurt, but you are at a much higher risk of damaging your growth plates. Yeah. And if you damage your growth plates, there's kind of no coming back from that. Like the research that I've done on it and in my training from the certifications that I've got says it's, doesn't, it's not a guaranteed thing that you're going to damage the growth plates, but it's possible. So my question is, what could possibly be worth damaging your growth plates? Yeah. And that's what and we're, if you, and, and, yeah. and if I had someone like that, they're like, well, I just really like seeing how much weight I can lose. I would be like, I mean, how much weight I could lift. I yeah. would be like, why don't we see how if you can do a how hours many reps worth, you can do? Yeah, or, how yeah. Many, can we do? Can you do an hour of hip thrusts? Let's yeah. see if you can do that. Let's let, let's find a let's find a goal. Like, can you sprint this fast? Let's find a goal that's not gonna that doesn't have this this super high risk of hurting you. Yeah, that's a low risk of hurting you. Yeah, right. Well, and I think that's a great that's a great way of looking at it. So, like for 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 us and that and that particular um, exercise thing that we don't really talk about too much. Yeah. That that there's the risk reward there. Right. I see people get great results with it. Yes. I know for me, my joints would be killing me. Right. There is no there is no amount of reward I will get from that that would be worth the risk of me yanking my back, pulling right. a muscle, whatever it is. You know, that's just not worth it for me. And it would have been a different thing if you were twenty years ago. Exactly. The you would have been really would, yeah, into it. I exactly. mean, instead, twenty years yeah. ago, you were super into you know competitive jet skiing. Yeah, yeah, whatever it was. Yeah, and the other stuff that you did that was also putting your body at risk, and you've now. Yeah. Had 
situation, you've had consequences from that. Yeah. And I'm not saying it wasn't worth it, but now you've had to deal with it. The thing is, is you just, you have to be, able, we want to try to inform people if you're putting yeah. yourself in harm's way. And sometimes it's worth it. Well, it was obviously worth it for you to do what you did. You loved it. Yeah, exactly. Right? Yeah. You know, that's why, so, like, going back to this Pio thing, I was like, what was really interesting for me about it was it, it so here so you are. So this was a dude asking about it. Yeah. I love it. Oh my God. I love it so right? much. So, so I went online and I looked it up right. and I looked up a review and right. this is the one place where I went, okay, this is why I don't want to talk about this is so I found someone that reviewed the program. Yes. Okay, good. And, I'm anxious and, right? to hear this. And, and this was through Beachbody. Is this the one that you found? Exactly. Okay, good. Okay, so, keep going. So she does this thing, you know, right. it's roughly whatever it is. It's 70 bucks or something. Right. It's a, it's a, a 60 day program. Right. It involves, uh, there's various different, uh, there's like nine categories of focus and the exercises are different based on the focus. Uh, good things about it is, is there's always a lesser, you know, there's a, there's a, a lower impact. Oh, good. We like that option. There's right. always options. So great. We like that a lot. There's a food plan that goes along with it. Right. So th- overall, this is a really good deal. Right. right? Um, the only negative that I could find on this quote unquote review was the fact that the, the strengthening part of it is, it was very repetitive. So you're right. going to be doing the same exercise over and over. But I think that's the case with any of these, whether it's that, that, you know, I can just list off the, um, the various home video programs, right? You know, you're going to get some redundancy unless they come out with new stuff. Right. right. So this is where the issue is. I get down to the comments section. There's 170 comments and wow. every single comment feels like a setup to me. Oh, there wasn't anything that wasn't. It didn't. They were all really good questions, but they, they seemed, they seemed like they were setups. They oh. weren't actual people. Oh. And then I looked at the person that was doing the reviewing was a uh, part of beach body. And I'm just like, oh. okay, I don't not, this doesn't say, I'm not saying anything negative about the program itself, right. but this form of marketing right. it's and so, fake it's, reviews. I know that's, yeah. Reminds me of this happens in video games. This yeah. happens, I'm not going to say comic books, but it's more video games I've seen it in. But there's very book things where you have somebody involved trying to promote this by doing basically BS. Right. You know? And so that was the only thing that made me go, okay, this is why I don't want to talk about this type, these right. programs, because that's my bias. It's right. Because, like, hey, more power to you. You're going to make some money off this, market it, because it reminded me of what you're thinking about doing right, right now right. with combining yoga with strength conditioning right. as a class. Right. This was so similar. Right. Right. And it's fantastic. And it's kind of all the rage. Like, they they do yoga and cycling, yoga, you know, I was, yeah, interesting. I like that. But but honestly, when you looked at it, I was like, you know, this is great. And right. I bet people would love this, especially right. for people that are busy. Maybe they don't, you know, they don't like going to the gym. They're right. not comfortable at the gym. They want right. to do something at home. Uh, there was variety. You could choose what you wanted to focus on. Right. I thought the program looks really good. And I don't remember with the beach body, if you, once you, I think that they do, they are sort of like a pyramid thing. Like you kind of can't remember how that goes. Oh, as far as like their mar- their their like sales if you buy it, then thing. you can get someone else to buy to, it to and you get a kickback kind of thing. Kind of thing. Yeah, kind of yeah. Thing. is yeah. it? I, I don't I, remember. I didn't particularly get that deep into it to see. So yeah. here was my take on it. Um, first of all, that is what's happening with yoga is it's getting combined and there's workout yoga. There's some. It's you know I was ta- I was hiking with one of my friends um, yesterday day before and I was like you know it's just it's kind of a. It's kind of a weird thing that yoga 
falls under so there's so many things that fall under this umbrella that we call yoga. I mean, there are so many different types of yoga and so many different yeah, ways to begin with. And they're yeah. all called yoga. And people that, you know, I think that there's there's definitely been some, you know, um some of the original, you know, people from India that brought yoga here have been like, you Americans don't do, you, you, this isn't yoga. You know what I mean? And, yeah. if, and, and so there, now there's this thing like, is it real yoga or is it, you know oh, what I mean? Yeah, gotcha. That and, always happens. And, and the thing is, is that, you know, when I was in yoga teacher training, the, the, the word yoga means to yoke. That's one definition of, that's one way to translate it. And basically they were talking about like one way to, tran to say yoga is to yoke movement with breath, which means that if you were paying attention and being in your body and out walking and linking that, movement that's with, yoga. that could technically theoretically be yoga so okay so it's kind of crazy because you just really um you kind of have to be savvy about what you really want from yoga but here's my take on the yoga being everywhere as far as i'm concerned and as an eating psychology coach and i want people to be in their bodies i want people to link movement with breath so if you find something that's linking movement and breath and having you be more embodied centered, i couldn't yeah. be more for it exactly <laughs> i don't care what you call it or what yeah. you combine it to if it helps you yeah. get more present and be in your body I'm all for it. Because it might lead to something else, and which right. will lead you to something else. Right. And what better introduction? You know, like for me, uh, I know people that do that do yoga to the point where they've actually had their chiropractors or their, their doctors tell them, okay, you need to ease up on the yoga right. because you're, you don't have enough strength. And right. you've gotten to a point where you are so flexible right. that your body actually can't stop you. Right. You know, where they've hurt themselves getting in and out of a car or something right. because they were able to make such a drastic movement. Yeah. And, and a lot of people, the, a lot of suggestion after that is why don't you go do some Pilates, right? Right. Oh, interesting. You know, because okay. there's more strength involved. There's yeah. plenty of stretching. I mean, so my experience with Pilates, and I challenge anybody out there to do this. Yeah, yeah. I go love do this. an hour with a Pilates instructor. On a reformer. Yeah, and and... I was like, uh, I know, it's screaming crazy. bloody murder because there is stretching. The core stuff is unbelievable. Yeah. And now I understand why people love it. Right. You know, I just, for me, I, it was one of those things where I have to choose where my money goes. And your time. Yeah. And my time. And that wasn't going to be it. However, and I'm, and I'm contemplating it because my body is changing. Right. My issues are changing. Right. That might be the place I need to go because people do talk about, and this was one of the, the compliments of the PIO program is where people have uh, chronic back problems. Right. They're getting a lot of benefits from it because they're combining strength, strengthening core and stretching. Right. And, and that might be the thing for me with Pilates, but it might, you it know. might, you know, Hanno, that would be such an interesting experience. I would love it if Actually, you did no, that, that just be because I would, but I would miss you so much. To do 30 I have days. Done, I've done, I've done Pilates. I could go back and revisit that. I think Pilates is very good as far as, um, it definitely gets into some of the smaller stabilizing muscles around in your core. Mm -hmm. Your psoas, some of the different, you know, the things that we don't hit necessarily as much in our place. Cause we're, I'm so attracted to big body movements and Rob's yeah. row where we're pushing and pulling and twists and all that kind of stuff. Um, so I think that it's for the stabilizer muscles. I think that Pilates could be really great. I've done it. I just don't like it. 
It doesn't light me up. I mean, we don't. I don't. No, it doesn't. It's hard. It's harder than heck. I mean, I'm not saying, and I'm not saying it's not effective, and I'm not saying it's not absolutely good. But I see your point with that. But you can tell my bias on that too. Is like I'm not really a person that does workouts that aren't fun. Yeah, I like like to just can't stick with it. I mean, I I don't think it's. I think it's great. It just doesn't work for me. I want to finish with the Pio thing. I want to tell you one other thing about this is that I have a girlfriend who's worked out with me, and she doesn't live here anymore. She has two young kids and she got into the Beachbody workouts um, a few years ago because she's busy. She doesn't have a lot of money to do outside of, you know, to get a sitter and go somewhere. So she needed to figure and she was working out at the weirdest times, like whenever she could grab 20, 30 minutes when the kids like now she has two their boys, you know, she has a job. So it's it has worked really well for her to do the Beachbody thing because she's she just as like, I like the workouts. There's a lot of variety on there. She did the Pio. Oh, okay, she, okay. So I, I kind of remember that she had told me about it. So I, I sent her a message on Facebook after we, I heard we were going to talk about this. And I was like, will you tell me again your experience with this? Because I didn't want to spend... I just had other things. I didn't have a lot of time to do a lot of research into it. I thought, I'll just get her take on it. And and she's a workout person. She loves my class. So she, But she likes all kinds of things. She's a runner. She said, I had the hugest, most outstanding results from doing the Pio. All right. She's like, it was, she's like, I totally got just an, to a whole new level of definition and tone. And she's like, it was really, she's younger than me by about at least 10 years. I think she's in her early thirties. Um, and she's like, it was really great for me to take a break from any kind of impact. Yeah. That was one of the so things I read about it. Just loved it. Now she doesn't, that doesn't mean she's going to continue doing it she's, she's, she's kind of phases in and out of it. She doesn't yeah. just do that. Like, I think she's back to doing some of the other workouts that work really well for her, Yeah. but she did that for six, 60 days, I guess is what the yeah. time was. And she loved it. So, so there you have it. So if you, you know, I think if you're calling, I mean, 70 bucks sounds like a lot of money, but it's not that much for 60, for 60 days, days, you know, and then you probably own the video. So you really could come yeah. back and revisit that 60 days, you know, like you could do it twice a year or what do a great, it, what a whatever. great way to say, Hey, I'm, it's time to do a Pio segment. Right. You know, in my right, workout or whatever right. it is. Yeah, I'm going to do a month of Pio. And I think it's, you know, I hmm. I think that the videos have their downfalls, just like going to a gym has their downfalls. I mean, I don't like the repetition. That doesn't work for me. Yeah. You know, my husband, tra- my husband trains people that they do the same thing every week. One workout one day, another workout the other. That's how they like it. Yeah. That's what they want to do. I want to try to figure out how many different ways I can do how many different things and make it feel different. Yeah. I'm with you on that one. And it's also interesting about the yoga. When you were talking about injuries, I actually saw a chiropractor in San Diego who was amazing. And he was telling me that he has level, you know, Ashtanga is a pretty aggressive yoga and it's got a very certain sequence and it's, it's, it's amazing. Like they, and they always do the same sequence and there's these different levels. So you do the first series until basically, I think you master it before you go into the second, the series, third series. I mean, by the time you're going into the third series, like you can put your head, your foot behind your head, handstand, pie. It's crazy. Like it's amazing. He said that he's worked on numerous Ashtangis in there that are third or fourth series because it's so, because what happens is sometimes, and this isn't, this is just like yoga is just like everything else. This can happen to you in the weight room. It can happen to you on the trails. It can happen to you. you it can be unbalanced and you can push through because you're in a class or you want to reach this goal or you're just not paying attention or life. It just, yeah. it can happen. Um, this class that I'm, I'm actually teaching my first yoga class at gather tonight. 
Congrats. Friday night. Yes. Thank you. And this class format that I'm working on is it's 30 minutes of yoga flow and then 20 and then five minutes of an inversion, which means your head's feet are above your head. So some sort of a headstand, handstand, something like that. And then, of course, with options and then 20 minutes of intervals. Okay. 15 cool. minutes of yin afterwards. And yin is when you hold these pretty um, supported, not completely supported like um, restorative, but supportive longer holds and breathing and then a, a long shavasana, which is the final pose, which is the corpse pose. But I got this idea from a gal named Allison Barnes who owns a yoga studio in Seattle. And she started doing this combination because she saw that her people that were just doing yoga for their workout, you know, they live in Seattle. This is what they do. This is how they move. They go and do yoga. She just saw that there were some strength things that were, that, that were she missing, felt would yeah. be benefit. And she has a personal training background. So she brought her personal training into the yoga. And I, I tell you, my friend took me. I thought I was going to hate it because I like my yoga to be just yoga. Like, I don't like workout yoga. I don't like making yoga moves into workout moves. It just bugs me. I like to work out and then I like to do yoga. And that's just me. I loved it. Cool. So I'm bringing it. So we'll see. But it yeah. is interesting that you brought up the whole strength thing. And, you know, some people, and, and that is part of yoga poses. Like, you can be too flexible and then you have to work on your strength. Yeah. You know, one of the gals that I follow on Instagram, she's amazing. Her name is Kino McGregor. I don't know if anybody's been watching, anybody watches her, but if you go on Instagram and you look up Kino Yoga, you could just check this chick out. I mean, she is a badass. She is amazing. But she talks about like she was one of those people that came to yoga super flexible and had to develop her strength. So it it's just it's so interesting. Like you think, oh, if I just was more flexible, everything would be okay. But some people are actually so flexible, they just need to be stronger. Well, thank you, Lady yeah. E. Yeah. We look, at, look at this and conversation we just had. I know, that was amazing. I know. We took up half our podcast. And I want to say out there to Lady E... Uh, if you do try it, we you know let us know. Yeah, I'd love actually, you to know hear what? that. Here we go. It'd be really fun. So, so we got a couple of open invitations. You know, we still have uh, Jeannie High when she wants to come on and talk about uh, uh, health at every size, right? Oh, the book, right? Oh, Whenever yes. she's ready, <gasps> you know. And, yes. and why don't we do this with Eric too? It's like, hey, when if you do this, come on. Yeah, let's, let's that would be really it. fun. Let's talk about that it. That would be really fun. You know, I I. I do want to, I do want to have a positive look on these things. Totally. And if somebody does this, you know, it's this, you know, and gets great results. Right. Let's hear about well, it. Well, that definitely happened for my friend Katie yeah. that lives in Seattle. Like she loved it. Like she yeah. couldn't say enough about it. I think she actually might've even given them to me. I started watching them. I couldn't get past it. It's just, Hey, you different know, like, strokes like for different X folks. Thing. Yeah. I know some people that have been doing it now for years I, and I'm just like, okay, great. At first I thought like they were converting their garage. They'd last like, Oh, you know, three or four months and then they'd be done. Right. No, they love it. They drop, their, so they drop amazing. their energy memberships and they do it together good as a couple. Good for them. Good for them. Awesome. See, I think that's amazing. Yeah. Honestly, I'm all, I couldn't be more for it, honestly. Yeah. And the other thing that I love about the reviews and I'm always all for when they have modifications, when they have, like, if this doesn't work, like, that's one of the, there's yeah. a program, there's one program that's called Body Pump and it's yeah. this Les Mills thing and, and he's got some good workouts and a lot of people are buying it. The, the one thing that I don't like about it and I strongly dislike this is it's all on a bar and there's so many things that cannot be going well with your um, joints, elbows, shoulders, neck with a bar that could be easily remedied if you just used dumbbells and changed the position of your hands or did one arm at a time, which isn't possible if you're holding onto a bar. Yeah. That, that kind of stuff is what really kind of, because then people don't have these choices. Then, 
then people are like, well, this is kind of hurting my shoulders, but I don't want to not get a workout and I'm here and everybody else is doing it. Whereas if you're in a class and it's like dumbbells and the instructor is saying to you, now, if this doesn't feel good for you to push this over your head, you could do one arm at a time. You could do this. You could do it without the weight. You know what I mean? Like you're just not getting those modifications. So that's kind of a deal breaker for me. I did that. And, and I noticed that right away. Right. That there was no out here. Right. It was That's, just keep going. And, and, I and got people to point, are going to yeah. do that because they're, they're in the group setting. And there's a, yep. you know, I had this woman come in and work out with me who I was a huge fan of. I just loved her. She was a good friend of mine. She was not an exerciser. Okay. So she's not an exerciser. And she would come to my class. And I always, I always say, okay, we're going to do squat squat to press. Okay. We're going to squat to an up. If you want to, you can jump. You don't have to jump. I mean, I'm pretty good about always saying you don't have to jump. You could do this. This is how you make it easier. Mm-hmm. This is. So I'd look over at her and she'd always be just going bananas. And I'd be like, now this is how you can make it easier. And she'd be going crazy. And then she would like, afterwards, she'd be like, I can't come back for a week because I'm so sore. So finally I said to her, I said, listen, I love having you here. I hate that you're so sore. Is there any way that you could maybe when I say this is a way to make it easier, just do the easier. You could do the easier. She goes, I know, but it's just so fun. And the music is going and you're so motivating. I can't help myself. And it was such a great experience for me because this is someone I was quite close to and, and it takes care of herself. She's not, there's no ego behind this. This isn't because she felt like she had to keep up. And I was like, okay, I really, need to remember that this is what can happen to people in a, in a group setting. It yeah. can happen to people. And you, then yeah. you need to really be like, okay, I know you and I know you love this, but I'm not going to let you jump. <laughs> and you just make it a joke and you make it funny and you give yeah. people more permission, Yeah, you know, because, and that's what I, so I'm a really big fan of modifications. So the fact that they, they, they have that, that yeah. makes me even feel yeah. better, way better about it. I think that's great. I'm, I'd love to hear what happens. Cool. Yeah. So I have one, I'm just going to, I'm, unfortunately I'm going to cut this short. Okay. No, that's um, good. I think we've we've talked that to death. We need to get, (laughs) we need to get to the topic at hand, but I just wanted to give a, an update on the fat. Wait, where's my Olympics. There we go. Oh, there we go. Olympics. Sorry. That (laughs) was when I have to hold the button down. So, uh, the, uh, eating slowly. Oh yeah. Yeah. Without multitasking. Yeah. Yeah. Went down. It went for a while. So how they... Th- like how long's a while? Like did they do it for the week? Or? It went for over a week. Oh, it did? I think so. Oh. I'm pretty sure it went for over a week and then it went down. Now, Travis was the one that went down. So what, is it, what do you mean when it went down? Like- so, so what happens is, is that it's a challenge right. until somebody fails at oh, it. Oh, I see. And I then see. after that, it becomes the honor system. You need to do your push up, you know, cause it continues right. on. So everything right. they do always continues, Right. but it's just one of those things where they're going hey, to have quite a list. Well, yeah, it's getting to that. And that's one of the cool things where they were, what they're doing for the next challenge is what I want to say. I think you're going to love this, but so, and but this is my only little thing. Oh, so by the way, the, the fat Olympics <laughs> is being done by Snake Oil Comics. Yes, we love these guys. Go you check guys. out snakeoilcomics.com. Check out their YouTube videos. Hilarious. Um, they ha- I don't think they've done their, they had multiple failures on the Dark Angels and Pretty Freaks Challenge. So I think there's at least two of them that are going to be stripping down to their <laughs> do very these guys, littles. Do they have real jobs? I mean, what, where do they have time for all this stuff? <laughs> this is their job. Wouldn't it be fun? Hey, they're doing a good job. That, We'd all love to do this for a job. Totally. Wouldn't we? Yeah. So uh, now I suspect that Travis sandbagged this one himself. 
I just have a suspicion because he said that this was the hardest challenge. Oh yeah. To actually I'm not even surprised. I'm not surprised to hear that at all. Yeah, he said he said it was one of the hardest things. And then after, because he like one day he came home and he was like, "Okay, cool, I'm going to watch some more um, Daredevil on Netflix." And he was going to make his dinner, and he's, you know, like, because so now now that his dad, he's like, now I can eat like a normal person does (laughs) watching TV. (laughs) (laughs) I do that too. By the way, I do that too. Yeah, me too. I eat slow, but I do eat in front of the TV sometimes. Absolutely, but But, hey, I think it's it's a good experience. Yeah, Yeah, it's a good. So now they're now they cannot do it. They're going to a a regional comic con, and and so they're not going to do a podcast. uh, That would be this weekend, I think. Yeah, I'm going back a week. So they were going to have two weeks, and their challenge. Somebody threw this out there, and this is their challenge: is it's on you, whatever you want. Oh, and they gave. Of course, so, I love it. Yeah, I mean, I thought it was amazing. So here, so there's nothing. We have all of these things we've already done. Right. Honor system. Right. It's your choice. Right. How do you want to do it? Right. You know, it's your two weeks. Now they are still going to do their regular weigh in, and they're they're giving a margin of error. <laughs> which I thought was rather not because ge- they were talking like maybe a one pound or two margin of error and they ended up being a half a pound. That's it. What? I know. And I was you like, can do a half a pound harsh. in like between breakfast and lunch. Come on, you guys. I, I do it with my shoes. Well, first, uh, you, you, know? Know feel, you know how I feel about the weigh-in. That's know, like my still. only non-favorite part of this whole thing. But, but yes. But I think it was a so. half a pound. I know. I was like, that's the margin of error? I mean, come on. But I think it was so awesome that they decided to do. It's like, hey, anything goes. It's up to you. you right. Wanna, you want to eat for a week like a complete pig? Right. Go for it. Right. And, and then you make it up whatever however they can do it and i thought that was great because it brings it back to that idea of well i think it brings into what our topic for the day is yeah good yeah good segue good segue which is the, the, cho- choosing the choosing yeah we're talking about the choosing muscle for the topic today don't worry it only took us 33 minutes to get here hey that's not but bad. we're on topic we can go over we're on topic i'm feeling good well though. it was good i liked talking about yeah. the exercise stuff because we're kind of following up on the gym thing anyway oh and one real quick thing i just want to throw out there yeah Ghost Beagley. What is that? He's been a guest host on all these podcasts recently. Oh. Yeah, so. Is that his, his call sign or something? I don't yeah. understand what's going on. He's guest. He's with us. Oh, okay. Yeah, Ghost Beagley's with us. Ghost Beagley. Guest hosting. Do we, do we, okay. Ghost Beagles. You can follow him on Twitter, Ghost Beagles. Okay. Yeah, check him out. So. You've completely lost me, I but okay. okay. That's, I'm sure you have to be like a regular. I'm, I feel like I'm out of the loop. <laughs> hey, you got to get onto that Twitter promotion. I know, I so know. So speaking of promotion, I just want to promote one thing. Yes, um, promote away. What, what, what do we need to promote? The Stranger Conversations is uh, my friend Grant Markham's podcast, and I did, he interviewed I me a few weeks that. ago, right? So I, I, it's a two-hour conversation. It's, most, it's, it's about me. Yay. And it ends up being mostly about my recovery. Oh, good one. And uh, you should put the where can we put that link so people can get to it easily? I'll put it I'll put it on the on the uh on the Libsyn yeah, yeah, yeah. blog thingy. I so think you should definitely yeah. do that so, so people can if, get if to people it. If people want to get to know me a little bit and know learn a little they bit do. about my recovery they and, do. and things like and that. And I need to listen to it too. Yeah, it it's it's it, there's been great response to it. Aww. Uh Grant is 
So I just, it, he does an amazing job and it was a very moving conversation for both of us. And oh, cool. so I just wanted to throw that out there Great. before we get in the topic. So if, yeah, you, yeah. if you want to learn a little bit more about Heno, good. We check love out that. the Stranger okay, Conversations. Okay, we sure put that link in there so yeah, people can find it. All right. So okay, so we're talking choices. about, so we're talking about choices. So here, this is, I, I hope you guys like this. This is kind of out there, but I'm going to tell you that, um, this idea came from, I've, I don't listen to a lot of podcasts because I have been, I am still listening all the time to my teacher, Mark David, who is the founder and director of the Institute for the Psychology of Eating, which by the way, he has a new podcast and it's oh. Psychology of Eating. Um, I have no idea. Um, he's on Lipson and he's on iTunes. So um, you can find it. It's the psychology of eating. He's also on Facebook and you can link up to the, from there. So if you just plug in or you can get it from their website, psychology of eating, uh, Mark David, um, he, and his, uh, you know, I didn't, I didn't like the first couple podcasts, but I did listen to one after, you know, you kind of get it rolling and I did really like it. And it basically, he's basically taking on a client and, uh, you know, helping someone with the psychology of eating. So if you want to podcast for the podcast, Oh, that's that is the podcast and it's really, it's pretty cool. And he has a different person every time. And it is, it is interesting. And it's so, um, so that's another plug for another podcast. Um, anyway, one of the lectures that I was just re-listening to lately and it talks about he, 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 this is his spin on it and um i i'm going to give you my spin on his spin on it so um um i don't want to speak for him but this was what i took away from the from the lecture and it was that you know we have this idea that if we do all these things we'll have this great life like do this and you'll have the life of your dreams or do this and you'll be healthy and you're moving into your great life and do this and you'll get this great life right but his assertion and i agree with this and this is out there a little bit but his assertion is it's really hard to move forward into something great unless you really own the life you've had and choose it actively. So, so if you're coming from a place of victim where you've had this and that and this and that go to you and this, then this isn't my real life and this shouldn't have happened to me. It's hard to move forward and make shifts and changes. But if you can go back into, even if something wasn't great and, and actively choose it, like for example, let's take me for example. So, um, Rob and I, bought our personal training gym. We bought our space. We bought the unit that our gym is built in, in 2007. Okay. 2007 was the year that up here in Ketchum, the properties were at the max that they'd ever been. We leveraged our condo. Yeah, you couldn't buy it the, at a worse time. Right. We couldn't have bought it at worse time. Yeah. We bought it at the height of the market. And within two years, it was worth less than half of what it was. Okay. So, so there's a part of me, I've had to kind of work through this where there's a part of me that's like, really? Like, how did this happen? And it's like, okay, I'm going to move forward into this great new something because, but whatever, but the, but poor me for buying at the height of the market. Whereas if I can sh turn around and look that and actively choose that and be like, you know what, that was supposed to happen to me because I've been able to learn tons of new things. Number one, um, I've learned to have a new trust in something greater than myself. Otherwise I would have gone under. I've learned to look at how I feel about money. Like I've learned to really evaluate what's important. I mean, I thought we were going to have to move. I thought we were going to lose our house and have to move and live somewhere else. It's made me really evaluate where I want to live and how I want. So I'm looking at that and I'm saying, you know what? I'm actively choosing that. That was a, cho that was a, that was a lesson that my soul chose to put me in. So I'm choosing that that was my past. I'm choosing that for my, most of my twenties, I was unconsciously drunk. 
<laughs> right? I mean, I look back and instead of being like, I can't believe I did that. I wish that wouldn't have been me. I shouldn't have done that. I look back and I say, wow, that was the lessons that my soul, I couldn't be conscious. I, I couldn't be present for a third of every day I had to go drink. I had a, I have a, a mentor, I will call him, uh, yeah. by the name of Don Shaw. He was the first guy I ever did what I do for a living, uh, whoever I worked for. And I always noticed that Don had one of those calm, just just a, a gentle nature. Yeah. And he always, to me, he seemed like he always made the right decision. And I was like, how is it that you always make the right decisions. Right. How do you do this? Right. You know, with the, he's, he was always in, he'd, he'd make the decision. And I asked him one day that, and he said, well, I look at the information I have at hand and I make a decision based on that. Yeah. And if tomorrow more information comes along, I don't, I don't second guess my decision. Right. I can, if given the choice to make the decision today, my decision would have been different right. or my choice would have been different. Right. But he does not re regret or resent or whatever the choice that was made the day before with the information that there was the day before. Right. And I kind of see that as what you're talking about. Yeah. As That's a I was really making choices based on where I was in my life, what right. information I had in my hand, what, what my capacity was right. as a human, right. you know, whatever I was dealing with, those were the choices I made at that time. Right. And, and, and I, and I, like you said, I own that choice. Right. I don't, I mean, yeah, I can, I can regret it. I can say, I wish I didn't. Right. But I look at it as like, well, that, that I, I decide to incorporate as part of my path. Right. To get to that. me where That's I am good. today. Yes. So. Good. No, I think, and he, what a, what a way to practice presence. Yeah. That he's, in that moment, he's yeah. not looking back and trying to live in yesterday or, you know what I mean? Yeah. I think there's a power that gets released when we actively choose that and own it and be there and have compassion for ourselves when we do make mistakes, because inevitably we are going to inevitably we're going to put ourselves in situations where we get to learn these big lessons. Rob and I put ourselves in a, in a huge learning opportunity by buying a very expensive condo space to put our gym in, in 2007. Yeah. But I can, so I can shame myself. Like we should have known better. We should have done better. We could have done this, blah, blah, blah. Or I can have compassion for myself. And I said, wow, well, we did the best we could. We well, talked yeah. to people that we thought, you know, oh, everyone, everyone said that this is a great deal. You know what I mean? Yeah. I have other friends that were in the same situation yeah. and, and yeah, they'd love to get out of it. And yeah, kind of makes them mad. But I, I asked him, I said, well, what was the general consensus at that time? That this was the best thing you could do. Right. Who would, who would have thought differently? Right. So, right. all right, there so you have it. So you look at it and you choose it. So that's, so that's kind of the premise of this idea. And I, I kind of took it into the psychology of eating a little bit more and into to current day's decisions, because I think that, I, I think that if you practice choosing your past and, and owning it and having love and compassion rather than judgment and shame, the more you, you do that, the stronger your choosing muscle gets. And so I'm so comparing that, it, the choosing muscle. I'm comparing it to, so we all know that if you go into the gym and you do bicep curls with a dumbbell, your biceps going to get used and it's going to get stronger. Right. Okay. And you might, we might put you on a set of bands and get you doing some rows. And there might be a muscle in the middle of your back that we teach you to pull those rows with that you didn't even know was there. Like that's often the experience. Like, Oh, yeah, I'm supposed to be using, Oh, that's a muscle. Yeah, two so, days later, you're just like, Oh, oh what yeah, is that? that is a muscle. So you're, we're, we're, I'm telling you that you have a new muscle and it's called a choosing muscle. And just like with at the gym, the more you practice with this muscle and the more you use this muscle, the easier it is to use it. And 
you know, I think one of the things that happens when it comes to making changes with um, uh, eating healthier foods, eating in a slow, relaxed way, um, choosing to exercise, um, choosing to sit on the couch and eat ice cream. I think when we make these when when we make it more and we own these choices, even if they're a choice that we don't necessarily like that we make um, that if we actively choose it and come at it from love and compassion, then our choosing muscle gets stronger and we start opening up to having more options. And the thing is, Mm -hmm. is you might be like, well, I'm not going to choose sitting on the couch eating ice cream because that's bad for me. And I hate it when I do that. I'm not going to choose it, but I'm going to assert that if you're going to do it anyway, then choose it. Because the thing is, is if you hate eating, sitting on the couch eating ice cream, there's a part of you that probably wants to sit on the couch eating ice cream if you're doing it. Exactly. If you're doing it. And, and, so, and so if you can actively choose that and then be there for the experience, you go, you'll start noticing what that experience is giving to you, both the positives and the negatives. And then you have some room to this, to, and you'll have some practice with that choosing muscle. You'll have some room to, to maybe make different choices. So here's an example of that. Um, um, I wrote about this in a blog and it's called choosing your choosing muscle or something like that. Anyway, it's on there. You'll find it. But, um, and I talked about, yeah, the link, (laughs) but when I sit on the couch and eat ice cream, Oftentimes, and in the past in particular, one of the, not anymore, and I do still eat, sit on the couch and eat ice cream and watch TV. Okay, this still happens for me. There you go. <laughs> um, and before, you know, like, and, and th- that was when I was in college and I was a exercise bulimic, ice cream was my food of choice. Like I just, that was my thing. So, and, and, and I've had this love hate relationship with it for so long. That's why anytime I think of a, anytime I'm blogging and I think, well, you could be just sitting on the couch eating Ben and Jerry's that's coming from, that's where that's coming from. Like that's my, that's what I would pick. I don't pick cinnamon rolls or Cheetos or I, I pick ice cream. Okay. So I'm sitting on the couch eating ice cream. And if I I'm judging it and I go into a place of shame, like you shouldn't be doing this. This is so bad. I'm putting my body in the stress response, which we've talked about all the time, but you're releasing more cortisol. Your digestion assimilation and elimination is all shut down or, you know, severely shut down. And the more guilty I am, the less present I'm going to be. Chances are I might eat the entire container. Okay. So if instead of judging it and, and saying, um, you know, I suck for doing this, I can be like, I'm choosing to eat ice cream tonight and sit on the couch and just be there for it. Even if I'm watching TV, still be there for it. I'm choosing this. This is what I'm doing tonight. This is who I am. I'm Angela. I'm sitting on the couch. I'm eating ice cream. I'm watching TV. Okay. This is where it is. Then by choosing that and not going into the stress response, first of all, the relaxation response, my digestion, elimination, and assimilation, whatever my body could possibly assimilate from ice cream is going to be Yumminess. is going to be turned up well definitely the pleasure factor yep. right pleasure and if you're paying attention and you're in things and you're eating for pleasure we this they've done tons of studies on this if you're actually having something that you would consider naughty or off the table like let's say a carton of ice cream They've done studies on people where they 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 measure how good it tastes on the first bite, and then they ask them oh, again, yeah, how yeah. good does it taste on the tenth bite? Yeah, and how good to does it taste it. on yeah. the the last little scraping the container? Like the pleasure, if you're really tuned into the pleasure, your pleasure is highest at the beginning, and then it it gradually goes down. So if you're tuned into the pleasure and you're really paying attention, then at some point you'll be like, okay, 
And that's I'm good. And this is also where slow eating comes in. This is also where slow give, eating comes you in. You got to give your body that opportunity to catch up. Yes, be there. And so yes. if you're horking down the sugar, right. it's you're going to eat the whole freaking thing by the time that roughly 20 minutes comes by where right. your body finally says, "Oh, okay, I'm good." Right. You know, where if you're eating slower, right. you're taking your time. Right. You you might you might only eat half the bag. Totally. In and my let's case, just, gummies. Let's just say let's just say that you're tr- you're 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 going into it and you're like, you know what? I'm going to hork this bag of gummies down. (laughs) I'm, you know, let's just, okay, that's fine. Okay. So let's use that as another example. So, okay, perfect. Choose that. And that's, yeah. Choose it. I'm choosing to do this. This is my choice. This is who I am. This is what I'm doing right now. Because if you choose it, you get into the relaxation response. So that's just one cool part of it. The second cool part of it is if you're not judging it and shaming it, then, and you're looking at it as an experience, then you can also step back from it Okay, so let's say you do the gummies, you hork it down, and then your stomach hurts. You're like, oh, why did I do that again? Yeah. I can't believe I did that. Why did I do that again? I shouldn't do that. I know better. I didn't do that. Okay, so my stomach hurts. Okay, so take rather than like, I can't believe I did that. I'm shaming myself. I'm, I'm judging myself. I suck, blah, blah, blah. I'm never doing that again. That's the line, right? Yeah. I'm never doing this again. Like, right. I am never eating ice cream again. Okay, that's just, okay, let's just, I started that in my 20s, and I finally let go of that in my 40s. I mean, oh my gosh, of course I'm going to eat ice cream I'm again. I'm going to do it again, yeah. Okay, so, so the so so the second cool part of that is that you, okay, if you cannot judge it and shame it, you can actually step back from it long enough. You can actually get some information. So here's the cool thing about that. Here's what I would say to you. If I was your coach, I would be like, okay, tell me what you ate going into eating the gummy bears. Oh, like, yep, how was your day? It. Yeah. And then I would say, okay, when you're eating the gummy bears, like, what is it doing for you? Because I know when I'm sitting on the couch eating ice cream, it's making me feel grounded. It's making me get some pleasure. It's giving me a way to unwind. I don't drink anymore, so it's kind of like a glass of wine for me. It's giving me a rest. It's giving me a sugar hit. I'm feeling this sense of calmness coming over my body. I've been wound up all day. So then you can look at it and you can be like, okay, so, but I, I actually don't feel great when after I eat ice cream now, I'm, I have a little bit of a dairy sensitivity going on. I mean, like I honestly just don't feel that good the next day. <laughs> I'm like, I've been so plagued up until the last few years with guilt and shame around that. I didn't even really know. And then someone told me, they're like, you know, you need to stay away from dairy. I had an intuitive tell me that. And I was like, Okay, I'm going to really pay attention here and just see if she's right. And I'm my stomach seriously doesn't feel that good the next day. Okay, so this is good information for me to know. So what is it that the, that the ice cream is doing for me? It's giving me relaxation. It's giving me pleasure. So if I look back through my day or perhaps look back through my week, did I get enough pleasure? Am I moving too fast? Do I need something to slow me down? What are the things that are doing? So here's So those are the things that it's doing for me. I obviously need those things. What are some other things I could do instead of the ice cream? Could I take a hot bath? Could I go for a walk with the dogs? Could I just put on a really dumb TV show and just lay there with the dogs snugged out? Or do I really need the ice cream? Could I have a different, could I have a different treat that would maybe not make my stomach feel so bad? Would I feel, you know, really happy having like a really yummy bowl of warm chicken noodle soup or hot tea or, you know, are there other options? And you could, you can find that. So is there something else we could do instead of the gummies that would give you what you're getting from that? Yeah. And that's, and have some options. Now I'm not saying never, I'm not saying this so that you never choose that. I'm just saying, well, that's one way to look at it. And then the other side is coming into it. You can look at it from the other side and I could be like, okay, when I come home, what this is, I, when I first opened my first gym, 
14 years ago, I was training seven or eight people a day plus teaching a few classes. I mean, it was insane. It was insane. Because when you're training with someone for an hour, you're not doing anything. You're with them. There's no phone. There's no Twitter. There's no, it's not like you're doing other things. You're one-on-one. It's a whole different deal. And I was coming home every night and sitting on the couch and overeating. And I was, I was distraught. I was like, and I kept trying to use motivation. Like, I'm not going to do that tonight. I'm not going to eat like that. I'm a trainer for God's sakes. <laughs> and I, I went to a therapist and she's like, you're exhausted. You're, this is so intense. You're trying to treat this like another job, like someone sitting at a desk that has other things going on. This intensity, you're not, you can't do this. Your body is reacting. Your soul, you're not getting any pleasure. You're not, you're totally on the entire time. This is your way to check out. It's too much. Changed my schedule. The, the, the behavior went away. I didn't have to eat like that every night on the couch. Yeah. So if I'm coming home and I'm making the decision, I need to eat this ice cream on the couch and it's happening to me so much that it's causing my, my life to have some pain, then I need to look, well, maybe there's something in my life. How do I get pleasure? What could I do differently to get more pleasure? Make a list of things that give me pleasure outside of eating ice cream on the couch. What are they? Sitting outside on the deck in the sunlight. Sex, you know, what, whatever other things you could possibly do, what would make me feel good? Do I need to go to the movies? Do I need to, you know, whatever it is, pleasurable things. There you go. So, so there's, so there's so many ways and that all that space came from stopping the judgment and shame and actually, actually choosing what you're doing anyway. Yeah. Cause that's the one thing I found, especially with that type of a food thing is uh, I I do have choices. I just sometimes forget that I have them. Right. Because like right. you're talking about, I haven't trained that choosing muscle. Right. Um, like there are times where at, at work uh, where, you know, I mean, a lot of this goes by cost for me, whatever fruit I'm buying. Right. You know, like you walk in, if blueberries, a whole bucket of blueberries are three bucks. Right. That's a lot different than when they're six bucks. Right. You know, and so I'll buy the blueberries. Well, right. I'll eat my lunch and I've got my gummies. But right. I grab the blueberries. Right. I eat the blueberries. Right. Hey, guess what? I, I'm just dissatisfied. Right. Because I made a choice. I gave myself an option. Now, right. if I ate, ate some of the blueberries and was like, yeah, that's not doing it for me. Well, right. I can always still grab the gummy you bears. You totally can. And it's still there. Right. But, but I tried something different. I liked when right. you said that. Like, hey, before you just go your, do your automatic. Right. Because I know I am a creature of habit. Right. Um, you know, try something different. Right. You know, uh, if, if right after I eat, if my thing is to grab the chocolate bar and sit down and just munch on the chocolate bar, well, maybe now would be the good time to go out, take the dog for a walk, maybe right. go outside and do whatever it is, pull a weed or, you know, or, or do that thing that you've been putting off, you know, and it was interesting at our, my, our men's group last night, we, our topic was procrastination. Yeah. And it was amazing how, you know, all of us shared that same thing of where you put something off. You know, you look at it every single time and how it takes up space yeah. and how we almost choose to suffer. Right. You know, and, and that also happens with, with uh, when, we, when we stop going to our exercise class or, or, you know, whatever the thing is. And I finally started to get the practical idea of that stress response of where, where the, the you, you, your digestion, your elimination, that gets messed up. Well, that, right. when we feel anxiety, when we've put something off for so long that when we need to, when we're 
we're going to actually go and do it. And, and like the day before we're having anxiety over it because we right. put it off for so long. Right. And, and we all know what the, the butterflies in the stomach, all of a sudden you're not hungry right. or your stomach gets upset. I, I finally started to get that idea that of how the stress response works. It's through anxiety and that idea of procrastinating, you know, right. was, and a procrastination is not a fun feeling, but if you actively choose, so let's take, exactly. let's take, so here's something I'm procrastinating on. We have all this wood in front of our house. I heard about that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and it's not winter anymore. No. Right. And we live in this tiny condo and we have this room. We have room it's behind the house bike. where we could put the wood behind. So it would look nice. We could put a chair. We have a chair out there. We just don't need this wood sitting out there. So I've been, I could look at it like I'm procrastinating, but if I look at it like this, okay, I'm going to choose. I'm Angela. I don't want to move that wood. Okay. I'm choosing not to move the wood. I'm going to choose that. That's my choice. I'm choosing not to move the wood. I'm choosing to go upstairs and sit down and watch TV. That's what I'm choosing and own it instead of, I should move the wood, but I'm going to watch TV. I suck, but I'm going to, I'm going to watch TV anyway. See the energy behind that? Oh, like yeah, if I, so yeah. if I, and if I actively choose it and then at, and then without that guilt and shame, I can sit there on the couch and I can be like, you know what? You're choosing this. Why are you choosing this? You're tired. You don't feel like moving the wood. You've been working all day. You're trying to recover from vacation because it doesn't feel that restful to drive that far and just be there. And drive that long. back. Yeah. Whatever. And the reasons don't have to make sense or be valid. They just have to be whatever is serving you. And then I could also go, okay, why do I really care about the wood moving? Do I really care? Well, if, do I really need to do it? Because if I do, then I can figure out a time where it's going to work for me. And then all that whole nasty, yucky feeling of procrastination can kind of move on. I mean, I think we come at these things from a point of, if we can come at them from a point of love and love and compassion and curiosity, how could I schedule this? How could I, do I need to work out a little less next week and consider moving the wood to the back of the house as a workout and schedule that in on my thing? Or should I just leave it there all summer and be okay with it? I mean, okay. I mean, having these options and, and kind of being more creative rather than just like, I'm stuck. I'm going to watch TV. Like that makes me want to watch more TV. Yeah. Well, A, you're right? not going to enjoy your TV as much. Right. I guarantee it. I'm going to um, probably have to get the ice cream yeah. out. Be your, yeah. <laughs> right. Because the TV isn't enough now. Because the TV isn't enough and that's yeah. a way to hurt myself. Yeah. I mean, that's, it can be a yeah. really great treat for me. It can yeah. also be a way to sabotage myself. And it you're depends. Less, yeah. And you're less likely to get back to it. And that was like right. for me this week. Right. Is, is. Yes. This was a chocolate week. Yes. And this was also not a go to the gym week. It Tell was. us about that. Yeah. So, so two things happened is, is one, so, you know, you know, the regular Hershey's bars about that big. Uh huh. And then he's, you've got the he's big showing me block. a little, he's showing me with his hands. Visual, you guys can't see this, because, but so the block know, is big. The big block of chocolate, right? And then there's the little Hershey's bar. Right. So I get the big block of chocolate. <laughs> he's like putting a foot <laughs> I eat the out. whole thing. <laughs> Did you choose it? Yes. And how'd you feel? I felt fine. There you go. I had no problem with it. And guess what? The, uh, because I chose it two days later, I only ate half of it. Right. And, 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 and I made, there was one point during the week where I'm just like, okay, I am completely gone off the rails. I, I did energy drinks this week. Wow. Went, you really yeah. did go oh, off yeah. the rails. Party down, Hannah. Yeah. And, I, and at one Good point I noticed it and I just went... No, this is this is this week. Yeah, this good week. For this you. week is is some energy drinks. This week is 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 chocolate. 
this week is 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 not going to the gym. Yeah. And like I said earlier, I have my bag. It's still full of my gym clothes. It. Um, yeah, you, we're you, good. Okay, good. Just move the music if it's. Oh, no, it's, I have it muted, actually, so oh, it's not going to come on. Okay, so we okay. can go over with, no, no, with, go, go. with pleasure. Okay, good. Sorry. Yeah, so, and, and, I, and I seriously just, I, and then you uh, emailed me the topic for the week, and I was like, you know, <laughs> like the light shine down. <laughs> I love it. There was none of that. There was no ghost. There's no dark. <laughs> I went, you know what? This, these were my choices this week. And I don't feel bad about it. And guess what? Sunday's another day. And when I get off of work, I'm going to go to the gym. Good. I'm okay with it. I just went, you know, like I, I, I said, I, there was a part of me that started to do the whole, well, all right. So last night, for example, I, I got done with work. I knew I had a business meeting I get to. I had to do some financials beforehand and I opened them up. I was going to go to the gym and then deal with the financials. And I opened up my, my little binder thingy and I went, you know, I don't have this envelope and I know where it is. It's at home. Yeah. And I was just like, well, if I go home, there's no way I'm going to the gym. And it's like, you know what? That's okay. Yep. And so as and you I chose was, it. And I, and I chose it. Because, mm-hmm. And there was a part of me that said, well, you can go to the gym tomorrow morning at 7 a.m. And I went, no, you're not going to go to the gym tomorrow at 7 a.m. Because that's the thing I like to do then is make a deal with myself. Right. Okay. I'm not going to do this now, but I will do that. And I said, no, we're not going to the gym at 7 a.m. What we're going to do is we're going to sleep in like always, get up and walk the dogs and, and maybe make the, the walk a little longer. Right. Or something. And, and, it, and, it, and I'm still okay with it. And right. I'm looking forward to Sunday. Yeah. And I'm not making the Sunday isn't the deal. Sunday is usually after work is when I want to go to the gym now when I have been. And I went, you know what? This week was not a workout week. Yes. This week was a chocolate week. This week was a couple of energy drinks week. And next week is a whole new week. Because if you would have grabbed on to, oh my God, I can't believe I ate this chocolate. Oh my God, I can't believe I didn't go to the gym. Oh my God, I can't believe I have an energy drink. Odds are those things are going to stick a lot longer. Yeah. Then they're going to stick. I mean, you're like, okay, that's what's happening this week. And maybe it's what's happening next week. And maybe it's happening for three weeks. But the more you own it and choose it, the more power you have to see why that's happening. And then you have so many options. Well, you might need to have a conversation with somebody about it. You might need like a coach or a, a friend. Well, I, or, have it this, I have this this or week. Or have this right? to kind of talk it podcast. through. Yeah. Yeah. Like if you, if you, I mean, I can hear some of you guys out there. I can hear you. You're like, <laughs> yeah, if I give myself the choice to eat ice cream, I'm going to eat ice cream every well, single guess, night. Because guess what we get? We get the it's. Yeah. And, and there's one thing I've learned about the it's is that it leads to nothing good. Right. But guess what? I don't feel like having a it right, right now. Right. Because I chose this. Right. And, and I'm okay with this because that's yep. when I used to sabotage myself and do that. Like, oh, I started. Why stop now? Right. Because, well, I just blew it all. Right. I didn't blow anything. No. I just made some choices this week that were a little different than the week before and I can get back on track. Yep. Exactly. There we have it. Yeah, exactly. Very that's, nice. That's for me. That's for me. Golf clap. That's also for you. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> I just, I think there's a power behind owning what you're doing anyway. If you're doing it anyway, own it. Be there. I can't tell you. You know, it's funny because I wrote this blog yesterday. I've been thinking about this all week and I've been practicing it, but I was, it's just really been back up front and center for me because there's a couple of things that are bugging me and I kind of like, okay, you know what? You're doing them anyway. Just choose it. Right. And I kind of reheard that lecture and I was like, okay, this is great. This is great timing for me. And so sure enough, I don't know if this has happened to anybody else, but for me and as a writer, 
and as someone in recovery, I have found that whenever I put this, put something out to the universe, like I am totally going to be grateful every day, or I'm going to be grateful when something bad happens to me, or I'm going to allow my, I'm going to choose sitting on the couch. And if that's what's up for me, I'm going to actively choose it and be okay with it. Okay. So anytime I put any kind of assertion out into the universe, I am usually tested on it within 24 to 48 hours. Yeah, I am not kidding you. I am not kidding you. So if I'm like, I, I am so totally true. not going to beat myself up for making this decision and, you know, making bad decisions. And then the next thing I know, I'll make a bad decision. I'll be like, and the universe is like, just checking to see if you really meant it. I know. So sure enough, I wrote this yesterday. I was feeling better. I was starting to get, you know, kind of taken me all week to kind of get back on my feet and, you know, get back to whatever. And sure enough, last night I was going to Yen Yoga and one of my dogs hasn't been doing very well. My 17 year old dachshund, he's been, his digestive system is a little upset Mm. and he needed to go out. So by the time I took him out, I was late. I couldn't go to yoga. I mean, it was just, I was going to be too late. I was going to be rushing. I was already tired enough that I didn't, I was on the fence about going anyway. So I'm like, okay, I'm choosing to go upstairs and watch TV. I watched like four episodes of Scandal in a row. Oh my God, it's so bad. Rob comes home and he's like, really? You're watching. He's like, I've heard that line in every episode. It's just like, so I'm going to come back here. And do you know who I am? I'm like, I know it's so bad. And I was like, okay, do you mean it? Are you practicing what you preach? Are you going to do it? Are you going to choose it? Or are you going to be upset about this? And I was like, I'm choosing it. So Rob, Rob went to, (laughs) Rob goes to Hanno's meeting and uh, Rob came home at six and he's like, really? Is this still on? And I'm like, are you going to the meeting? And he's like, I'm going to get dinner and I'm going to the meeting. And I'm like, perfect. I'm choosing this. And he's like, okay. He has no idea why I said it like that. It was awesome. But you know what? Honestly, I was going to do it anyway. And so I had a choice. I'm, I was going to do it. I know myself. This is a habit that I had. It it upsets me, but I was like, if I'm going to choose, I'm going to actively choose it. And then I won't need it as much, or I can find other things or for heaven's sakes, I'm just going to do it and be on board with it. If you're going to choose it anyway. And the thing is, sometimes when I don't choose it, I end up doing other things, just like you said. You know what I mean? So I totally, I'm here and I'm proud to tell you that the universe already gave me my test on this and I passed. Thank you. I'm getting a lot of applause. So here's my, here's my question. Have you guys seen Pitch Perfect 2 yet? No. The okay, preview so was last night. Don't tell me anything. What's happening? No, no. I'm just saying, speaking of choices. I know. So what are you going to see first? Mad Max <laughs> or Pitch Perfect 2? No question. Pitch Perfect 2? I don't even know if I'm going to see Mad Max. Really? I mean, It's getting some great reviews. Is it? Well, then I might see it, but I mean, it's, it's I don't really rated care. R, dark, creepy. But it's still, it's supposed to be really good. No, I don't I'm thinking really about love going dark, today and creepy. See. Okay, let me know. Because yeah, I don't really like super, I don't like stuff that stays with me for a really long. I love movies oh, like Pitch Perfect this? with no guns. How about and... you follow up Mad Max with Pitch Perfect? Oh, yeah. Two. Could do that. Double popcorn. We know how much a uh, fan your husband is of Pitch Perfect. Oh, I know. Okay, so. We're writing, we have this little journal, Rob and I, that sits on our counter and we, and it has one little question every day and you write, you write the answer to the question. So the questions, oh, it cool. could be, it's really cool. And then like you, and then you use it again the next year and you can see what you wrote and what's different. Oh. So it'll be like, um, it'll be like questions like, huh. um, what's the last text your partner sent you? Or, 
Um, or it can be a little deeper, like what, um, what do you, what, what's the most important thing and, um, to you and a safe partner or whatever, what makes a good lover? Or, I mean, there's Mm -hmm. just so many, it's, it's really creative. It's just one. So you write these things down. So one of them was, what's your partner's favorite movie? You know, like one of the questions was, what would your, how would your, your best friend describe your husband or something? Mm -hmm. Anyway. So the question was, what's your husband's favorite, what's your partner's favorite movie? So I put down. Um, this the a Christmas story is a Christmas story that has the 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 Red Rider BB gun. Yeah, a Christmas yeah, yeah. story. Yeah. So I put down a Christmas story because Rob loves that. I swear to God, he could watch that twenty four seven over the holidays, right? And he looked at it and he's like, "That's not my favorite movie." And I was like, "Really? What's your favorite movie?" And he's like, "Pitch Perfect." I'm like, "He is such a secure, almost fifty year old hot man." Yes. And he's straight, people. I mean, oh my gosh. Yes. It was hilarious. That was so-, so last night the, the pitch perfect was on at seven here, but we he went chose the men's and I chose yeah. the couch. Yeah, because I heard Mad Max has just got they say that all the action sequences are just unbelievable, oh. like fantastic action that it it's getting good reviews. Oh. And as long as we're running over, just real quick, I did see the Avengers okay, on my okay. birthday, which so, was last week. All right, I want to hear. Let's hear the review. Okay, so first of all, I just want you to know that I am not a good reviewer. I am not a qualified reviewer. No, I just want to hear your opinion. I love everything superhero. So just putting that on the table. The only superhero that movie that I've seen that I just couldn't even love and it was so heartbreaking to me was that Holly Berry as Catwoman movie. Do you remember that one? It's okay. You can you can slam oh, that one all you want. I could not. She like got an award for worst actress from that or worst movie or something. In the same year that she got best actress for what was the name? What was the one she got? I don't. I, I know what you're talking about, but yeah, Monsters Ball. Mon- yeah, Monsters Ball. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. that was like the only. Other than yeah. that, I, I love superhero movies. So. Yeah, you love action no matter what. And I, well, I love the superhero movies. Yeah, yeah. Like I don't That's necessarily I mean, the, like like I don't like the Furious Seven. I'm not like into yeah. just action. I love the, the superheroes. Hero, I yeah. loved it. Okay. I loved it. I loved it so much. I can't even stand it. I want to see it again. So I the, the Snake Oil guys, they they really dug it. They did? Yeah. And you didn't. I can tell I, from your tone. I gave it a a B minus C plus. I just there were parts of it where I was like I was like, you guys are just phoning in the 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 story to substantiate your next movies coming down the line. Did you kind of get lost in, in like when they got the flashbacks? Is that where no, you were I, kind no, of? No, I was never, I was never lost in that regard. I mean, but just like they were filled, those were too filler. What it was is it was, it felt abridged. This is the thing I've used everywhere is that it oh. felt like, so, so, all right. So like it's the whole, number two of three. Well, so the whole idea of creating AI could have been a movie in and of itself, but it's like, and now I'm going to invent AI, artificial intelligence. Here we go. You know, I'm Tony Stark and I'm just going to create AI and now we're going to go to a party. So it's like, you know, it was, it was, we're dropping stuff in because it has relevance later on. And unfortunately now I loved the movie. I was engaged the whole time. Right. I love the action sequences. Right. I was like, that was the part of, you know, when they're all together and they're surrounded that thing and yeah. they're doing their powers. I, you guys, I hope you've turned us off if you haven't watched this. Uh, no, no, they're still listening. <laughs> don't want to be They're still listening. We, we, we should be like, spoiler alert, right? No, it's okay. Is everyone's, it okay? Everyone's watched it by now. Okay, good. Okay, it's I just want to make sure. I think it went over a billion. It's made over a billion Well, it has to worldwide. because, I mean, how many salaries on that movie? I mean, there's some big guys. Guys, 
This made so much freaking money. Yeah, that's yeah. so awesome. But like, I love that part because it was like, that was my kid. You know, like like any kid that sees this, I heard somebody say this 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 last week and um, it might've been on another comic podcast, but that, that any kid that goes and sees this is going to be like loving it, right? right? And I just, there was just parts of it where I was like, oh, okay. But but not during the movie. I didn't think right. about it later. It was, right. it was, it was weird because when I kind of need to see it again. Oh, I do too. And, and I'll tell you, I will have it at home. It's going to be one of those things that I will have on rotation. Just like right. I love putting on the Lord of the Rings and just, just, just having it playing while I'm doing something else. Right. Um, I want I love the action sequences, but there were these things in there that when I got home and I, and I reflected on it, I was just kind of like, all right. Yeah. That just didn't do it for me completely. Yeah. You know, it didn't have, give me that same rush. Like the first one did where yeah. I was like, yes, you know, yeah, that so, first one was so good. It was amazing. Yeah. I missed Loki. You like that character? I love Loki. Are you kidding? You don't? No, no, no. I do. I love oh, that. I, love, I, I think he's great. I love great. the exchange there. No. I, I think he's yeah, great. And I love the comedy. I was laughing all the time. Yeah. I love the action. Yeah. But it's just the part of me that was like, okay, wow, you guys just dropped so much stuff in here right. to to further a, a storyline that could have taken less. So Yeah. But. Um, what else did I... There was something else I wanted to say about that, that I just loved. Um. Anyway, I love that. I, I loved. I love the fact that 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 we got to we got to uh, see the the. I just love the whole line of like this whole thing is ridiculous. I, I've you know th- we're in a city that's floating up into the air, and I've got a bow and arrow. You know, like, <laughs> that was just because yeah, that was good. Because everybody was good. rips on that, right. that character about right. like okay, what you got the guy with the bow and arrow? I mean, you I know, know, like how what what is this Hawkeye? What does he have to do with anything? And there I he know. just totally made fun of all of it, and I was like, boom. That's Joss Whedon. Yeah, yeah that's why I yeah, love him. Yeah, yeah, you know, I love that all that great. stuff. So yeah, yeah. I, I enjoyed it. But that's why I was dying to hear your what you so thought. So we'll of it. talk about Pitch Perfect next week because I'll for sure have seen it. Are you going to see it? Oh my gosh, we're yeah. I can't believe we didn't go see it last night. But like I said, the couch. Yeah, I don't know if I can. Really? You might not even see it. No, uh, not. I don't know if I'll go spend money on. it. <gasps> Oh my god! I might have to get you a ticket. Oh my god! Oh my god! Okay, we're gonna have to well, talk about this after the going. podcast. Maybe we'll I'll talk about this after you. the podcast. Be, well, you know what? Actually, because I bet Sharon would go if, like, we, we, maybe we should do it we as a double, double date. date. Okay. All right. We'll talk about it after the podcast. Okay. Um, so, so now, real quick. Yes. So we more talked, what? No, okay. we talked about choice. We talked about choice. We want you to flex your choosing muscle if if it's happening, especially if it's happening anyway. So choose now, it. Does this mean that? So now, our next week, I, th- I thought I saw that you're going to go more specifically. We're going to talk about the, emotional eating. Okay, so you're going to use this kind, kind of, of topic, segue. but into more into food. More into food. Okay. Yeah. Because this, I, if you guys check out the blog, what does it say on the top of that? Flex your choosing muscle? Flexing and strengthening your choosing That's muscle. That's the name of my blog, and it's on a- goingtoangelas.com. I write up a little bit more details about my whole TV thing if you want a little bit more of an example. Like I said, I think this is a really, this isn't the end-all only strategy. I just think this is one cool strategy that can be really helpful and really positive. So if this, you know, you can check that out, and then we're going to next week talk about emotional eating, and, and this part this helps knowing this going into talking about emotional eating I, I i just really like this stuff i think it's really cool so this we're talking about the psychology of eating you guys i'm yep. a psychology of eating coach and you can find me at going to angela's.com um angela's gym on twitter instagram and facebook although i'm not a great twitter but i try i do i try Tweet, tweeter tweeter <laughs> i'm not a big tweety um that's my job i know that is your job and you're so good at it and um, I, by the way i've been getting like i don't know what happened but recently i've been getting tons of follows from fitness 
oh. uh, fitness people, fitness quotes, uh, people that do positive thinking. Oh. It's amazing how, like, so I did. I, I, I think res- it's coming from the network. Well, that's what, well, part of it's also how you interact on Twitter. So, like, I had posted oh. some things or, dis- or had done some tweets about, um, about you know, uh, mindfulness and being in the moment. Right. And it's like, you, it, it, it's amazing how this little network, like, spreads out. Like, the, the, oh. these little, I, they have a word for it that, the little viral. Out. Well, no, it's not that. They actually have it like a. So it has something to do with like flowers or petals or I don't remember what it was, but um, but there's a way that how they describe how this how the networking works with Twitter. How it just you know these threads go out out like you know vines crawling all over the place and it's fascinating how like all of a sudden I've got all these fitness followers, but I have to be very careful. I have to look at first what they tweet because it be it's very easy to see. Okay, you're selling something. Oh, I see. You're just putting out the quote of the day, which I like. I like the little quotes things. Right. Versus, all right, I'm because a lot of people are just selling products. Right. So I have to be careful about who I follow back. Right. But, but I like the idea that your um, your psychology of eating coach is doing a podcast because there might be. You know, that was the one thing I had a hard time finding was networks that are based on health and wellness. Yeah. So you'll have to check it out because I don't know that he's in a network, but I, I don't know that I would know if he was in a network. Anyway, that's your department. That is. You guys, thank you for listening. Yes, thank you. And thank you, Monkey Tongue Productions, for producing yeah. this podcast. Thank you for and sticking with us today. Yeah, hour 15. We just wanted to chat a little bit more today. It was so worth it, though. I know. You guys wanted to hear the Avengers review. Of course you did. And Hannah's doing some other podcasts now. Yeah, I'm part so. of the Moving the Needle podcast. Yeah, and, and I'm doing my own podcast. That's why I was also didn't do the gym much this week. Is I'm f- the we started the Gotham Lights podcast. There you go, which you is guys. For the television series Gotham because I'm just positive about everything. Yeah, and yes, I'm thinking about you, Tony and Brian, right now. <laughs> thinking about you particularly, Tony. I love the show. Okay, I love it. You guys, thank you for listening, and we're gonna check in with you next week. Emotional eating is the topic. Bye-bye. Bye bye.